us. Hey, look at us. Look at us. Huh? Who would have thought? Not me. This is the fun. This really is. This is like giving you a bowl of doggy do, put a cherry on top, and call it a chocolate sundae. This is the Brian Suits Show. Welcome to KTTH, Brian Suits here, and it is the end of the week, it's Friday, and we have been pretty good about avoiding superb owl talk, I, I must say. I do have a menu uh, change, uh, however. Uh-oh. What um, happened to the, <clears throat> what were you going to do, ribeye uh, or something? Uh, pork belly uh, tacos. Oh, that's right, right, right. M- moving them up to today. Oh, oh, you're in that Yeah, because I thought about it, I, I'm like, well... Fire up the mesquite barbecue, do them tonight, and then eat them. <laughs> That's what you do. It's a two-step process, man. And so, rather than wait till Sunday, fire up the barbecue, then eat them. That's a bad plan. Well, so what's going to replace it then from the big game day? Mm. I don't know. I n- I never know until I walk through uh, the butcher. Right on the other side of the Nisqually curtain is uh, my place. What did you just murder? Give it to me. <laughs> Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, and, and hack up. Well, <clears throat> uh, what, what luck. We're going to cleanse our palate. Seattle property taxes rank in the top five most expensive amongst big cities. So that's an outrage. <laughs> property taxes, a big deal down in Olympia. And the uh, the the no initiative is, is, the no campaign, I should say, is, is out and they're spending money. And I agree with them and the whole thing. I'm just <clears throat> just trying to uh, avoid a different topic that I think we've uh, possibly some 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 would say uh, beaten the hell out of uh, today. But not share classified information. Oh, crap. I did not share it with your ghostwriter. With my ghostwriter, I did not guarantee you did not. But what the special counsel said it. No, I did not. The other topic is reared its ugly head. Corn pop was a bad. Yeah, beef. I know. So anyway, Graham Potus. Uh, the, the fallout happening uh, fast and furious on the, <clears throat> on the Washington, boy, oh, boy, all the usual suspects. Washington Post, uh, where is it? Um, New York Times. But those are all old school. Top trending TikTok, Instagram, what's happening, and other stuff. And, that, and that's where the youngsters hang out. So, you know, us oldsters, we're on Twitter. We're on, we're on the, the Facebook um, and the whole thing, but what they're saying on the TikTok and all that's all these apps that these darn kids do is they're saying he be forgetting things, and, and that's and that's huge. And so there, there's that. <clears throat> um, so let me just take this property tax thing and go over here um, and put it there, and then maybe in in half an hour for our end of the week, uh, checking the texting by the way at eight hundred four six five eight seven seventy. You know what I thought he said when I when I first heard this. And this is the the first time that he yelled was about the fact that the uh, special prosecutor, her, H-U-R, said he shared classified documents. He did. I mean, it's a a, a question based in fact. Special counsel reports report paints scathing picture of Biden's memory. Her's report could reopen a line of attack that Biden's team has tried hard to tamp down. Yeah, I'm not going down that rabbit hole. Um, but he did. He The special prosecutor said he he did. And so, again, because he had decades. 
he had the menu card from Francois made around his funeral. <laughs> you don't know that. And and so that combined with, uh, you know, a flabby brain, you know, doesn't paint a, a, a good picture. And and so, but I mean, in in his defense that his brain isn't flabby, he doesn't lie, and that he's a good, this is way different than Trump. The special prosecutor, he, he, he said, we're not prosecuting him because he will come across like a elderly man with a bad memory. And that's not the topic that you want. I mean, not the defendant that you want. And so with that in mind, with that factual basis on, in mind, somebody asked him about, well, you know, he said that you shared classified stuff. not share classified information. I did not share it. With your ghostwriter. With my ghostwriter. I did not. Guarantee you did not. But what special, he said ghostwriter. It sounded like he said girlfriend. <laughs> and I was like, I was going to give him The pattern is full. Yeah. With your ghostwriter. With my ghostwriter. I did not. No, Guarantee he, you did he not. He said ghostwriter. And um, so, so again, the basis of this, and luckily, special prosecutor Herr points this out, that unlike Trump, who, if Trump grabs something and says, mine, 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 he doesn't have to say declassified three times and shake his fist. He, the president is the ultimate declassification authority, not the vice president. <clears throat> um, and um, pros prosecutor her pointed out that when quizzed, uh, Biden could not say that his second term was uh, noon, January 20th of 2017. Uh, or no, I'm sorry, 2013 until noon 2017, January 2017. He didn't have uh, he didn't have those dates in mind, and I I'm covering my own ass in that mistake because I wasn't vice president at the time. But uh, that's the bottom line. He had documents he had no business having. That's where if Trump had said, if Trump had said, my bad. I saw that some of my staff weasels grabbed some stuff they never should have grabbed. I will put it in a secure room, put the Secret Service on it. It'll be right. Come down and get it. None of this would be going on. But instead, he liked it. He wanted to keep some of it, and he hit it, and he obstructed and all things. So that, that's why he's being nailed for that stuff. Way different deal. But nevertheless, Biden was a different kind of incompetent. And... Same with uh, Pence. You know, Pence said, geez, I, I looked. I, I have some stuff I shouldn't have, too. He had to grab it, okay? But the fact that they were forthcoming uh, is why Pence is not dealing with this. It's not, there's not a double standard. But with Biden now as president, defending himself when he had his marbles or, or something, uh, so so his story was this thing never should have been classified anyway. It's like most people, if if you know that much, then you should know you never should have it. Okay, okay. okay. Mr. President, what are the, let me okay, answer your question. The fact of the matter is, what I didn't want repeated, I didn't want him to know, and I didn't read it to him, was I had written a long memorandum to President Obama why we should not be in this, in Afghanistan. And I was of this multiple pages. And so what I was referring to, I said classified. I should have said it was should be private because it was a contact between the president and the vice president. Except and he's talking about reading a classified letter to his ghostwriter. Right. And if 
the letter originated from Biden, as he said, a memo about why we shouldn't be in Afghanistan. Just wait till I'm president, and I'll I'll do a real doozy of exfiltration. If he's the original classifier, he can say top secret. But the minute it leaves his desk, it's it stays top secret. He can say memo for president public, unclassified, you know, whatever. But he did not. So he classified it. And now he's got a copy of it and he's reading it to a uncleared civilian. And he knows what's wrong about that. Uh, and he's basically, you know, in, in, in the spirit of talking down the charges or the accusation or the, the label that the guy's an elderly man and he wouldn't be a good defendant because his memory is horrible now. He's trying to make the case that he should be prosecuted. It was should be private because it was a contact between the president and the vice president as to what was going on. That's what he's referring to. It was not classified information in that document. The document was classified. So, uh, and so anyway, he, he really has lost his marbles. When a U.S. attorney says, eh, no charges, and that's the first thing in the report is there won't be any charges. Okay, but now you're trying to talk him into it? So that's a little a little angry. And so anyway, that that was the main thing here on the West Coast where it was, you know, 5:20, 5:30. We we're seeing an angry old man and you've seen if you look close, you'll see it. But when Peter Ducey uh asked asked him a question, the follow-up was by a CBS reporter who who Biden knows. And he's not going to take any more of this my memory's bad. Is your memory, and can you continue as president? My memory is so bad, I let you speak. That's uh, that's that's. Mr. President, for months when you were asked about your age, you would respond with the words "Watch me." She said, "For months when asked about your age, you would respond with the words watch me." Or, or it was watch me. Many American people have been watching and they have expressed concerns about your age. That is they, your judgment. They, that is your is judgment. That is not the judgment concerns. of the press. They express concerns about your mental acuity. They say that you are too old. Mr. President, in December, you told me that you believe there are many other Democrats who could defeat Donald Trump. So why does it have to be you now? Why, what is your answer to that Because I'm the most question? qualified person in this country to be President of the United States and finish the job I started. So anyway, we're going to have a weekend to uh, mull this over and uh, and the whole thing. I, I'm going to say the odds that there's a new Democrat running for president on Monday are probably 100 to 1. But by the end, this time next week, depending on, on how they deal with it today, and there's there's no good way to deal with what, what people saw. You know, they let him get out there and, and be like that. They didn't, they didn't, they let him answer questions. And then he came back and said, Israel's over the top and, and the whole thing. But, uh, I, I don't see any way at this point we get, they get out of it by next week. I mean, because that, that is going to decide it for a lot of people. A lot of old people that vote anyway, maybe are going to change their vote because he'd be forgetting things. So there, there's that. Okay, anyway, we're back on course now. Everyone knows buying a home in Seattle is incredibly expensive, but keeping it isn't cheap either. I'm talking about property taxes. The tax burden for Seattle homeowners is among the highest for any large U.S. city. And along with home values, property taxes in Seattle have skyrocketed over the past decade. I would say if the prevalence of homeless people was a plot by 
by property tax uh, uh, payers to lower the value of a house in Seattle, then it would be devious and brilliant. But only if you call King County Auditor and get your house reassessed. Um, because they will, they will, if, if your home value is bringing them, you know, and a metric buttload of money per year, they're not going to come out there and say, you know, you're overpaying in your property taxes. And the King County Regional Homeless Authority uh, pointed that out. If you don't get them to come out and reassess your home, they will tax it at a higher rate. The medium uh, amount paid in property taxes by a homeowner in Seattle, more than 6,800 in 2022. According to the most recent census data, uh, among the 50 most populous U.S. cities, Seattle had the fifth highest medium property tax bill. Thankfully, San Francisco is number one, 9000 a year in San Francisco uh, County, followed by two other Bay Area cities, San Jose and Oakland. Austin, Texas ranked fourth highest, but you're not paying an income tax like we're not here either. But um, so anyway, it's a it's a bad scene. Is what it is. It's it is just a bad scene, and uh, and now they want to raise our property taxes even more, and so he be forgetting things. And uh, there's that. Um, <clears throat> okay, so uh, back back to uh, back to topic. You know, I don't know what the median is in America's county. I'll have to look uh, on that one. We're voting on t- Tuesday. I, I'm driving around with the uh, the ballot in my car. So I might fill it out over a nice lunch. And it's a school ballot. I always say yes in schools. But I don't know. That's I'm not a guarantee. But uh, And then I will personally drop it off in person at the uh, God's County uh, Elections Office on that one. Just because I like the ritual um, on that. Well, a scathing picture uh, was indeed uh, painted. And... Uh, the report by the prosecutor, her, um, will 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 this be the fulcrum? And this is uh, what what was the word? Today's word is fiore, but I, I but there's not a fiore over a fulcrum. Will it be a fulcrum? Uh, one wonders. Um, during interviews with the special counsel investigating his handling of classified documents, had trouble recalling the years he served as vice vice president. Um, he could not pinpoint even within several years when his son, Bo, died. His memory about a crucial debate on troop levels in Afghanistan was hazy. He thought he was at loggerheads with the general who actually was on in line with him. And can we fact check? Can we Google Bo Biden? Because I'm sa- am I saying in 2014 or 15 he died and that was when Biden decided not to challenge Trump? Hmm. Not sure exactly the timeline on that one. I mean, I I, I, I could do it here, but I don't want to hear a keyboard summing away. Uh-huh. But my 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 swag on that one is because after Bo died, taking that hill and winning that Medal of Honor in Iraq, uh, that was when Biden said, "I, I can't, I, I can't even," uh, and the whole thing. 2015, he passed. Oh, there you go. How about me? How about me remembering someone not not my son at all uh, who died of brain cancer in a hospital. Uh, and and so the question was, and no one no one brought this up. Biden brought this up yesterday. I know there's some attention paid to some language in the report about my recollection of events. There's even reference that I don't remember when my son died. How in the hell dare he raise that? 
frankly, when I was asked the question, I thought to myself, it wasn't any of their damn business. <laughs> well, they can Google it. Don't you understand? The question was, can you remember it? Not when was it? It wasn't, it wasn't Tuesday night trivia. Let me tell you something. Some of you have commented. I wear since the day he died, every single day, the rosary he got from Our Lady of Every Memorial Day. And you heard that he, he forgot the name of the church. I'm not, I don't know if that's uh, too deep in the weeds. I'm just going to say he talks as if his son died last week and that he remembers absolutely everything. Uh, and that string of Viet Cong ears that Bo used to wear all the time and uh, the whole thing. Yeah, because his memory is so clear, but he can't, you know, he invokes the rosary, holds up his wrist, but then he forgot what church so it's from. So the counter narrative from progressives here is that Robert Herr, who has served as special counsel and submitted this report here, is a Asian. Former U.S. attorney in the Trump administration was appointed by uh, Attorney General Merrick Garland in January 2023, following the initial discovery that Biden's staff of classified records in Washington office space. Okay, but is there any legs to that argument that, hey, this is a Trump guy and he didn't find anything that he can indict him on, but so instead he goes after his mental acuity here and they were just grasping for straws, anything they could to undermine Biden's presidency. That, that's Merrick the Garland could have appointed Karl Marx. Um, you know, except for the part where he's not a lawyer and, and not alive and not an American citizen, but neither is Francois Mitterrand. Of course, you go at the prosecutor. That's that's the move. That's Order 66 when, when uh, something unpleasant happened. And yesterday was very unpleasant. However, uh, he did investigate and he came he came to the conclusion to not prosecute the guy. What more do you want? You don't need a statement. You, don't, you didn't need to do this press conference. You could have said... Uh, we're glad that finally this chapter is closed, and you could, and that would be the end of it, because that—that's what the report said. But the problem is, even MSNBC has actual former U.S. attorneys on the payroll, and if you hold them up to the light just correctly, they will tell the truth. But it will be their final day on MSNBC, and this was Chuck Rosenberg this morning, who's a sharp guy. I've always gotten the the sense that he that he's a straight shooter, and what they were pointing out was that uh, her used gratuitous language. He didn't have to say elderly old man. He didn't have to do that. And, and they, they could have redacted it. Well, the White House could have redacted it. They chose to release it without it. So Rosenberg has to point out that annoying uh, fact about this sort of thing. Yeah, so let me uh, start down a path, Willie, that will make me unbelievably unpopular uh, this morning. So number <laughs> one. Under the special counsel regulations, her, the special counsel, has an obligation. He shall write a report. He must write a report. Mm -hmm. If you're writing a report to the Attorney General of the United States and you're recommending that someone not be prosecuted, which I think is the right recommendation, then you would tell the Attorney General why you think that person ought not be prosecuted. I was a federal prosecutor for a long time. We assess our witnesses, we assess our cases, we talk about them, we talk about it, we talk about the factors that we think. So anyway, he makes the point that it's not gratuitous, it's required, it's a legal requirement, because otherwise Republicans today would say, what do you mean you're not prosecuting him? He had Cuban Missile Crisis documents uh, behind his Corvette from the same year, from 63 or whatever, 62. 
Uh, it's a Furore. It's a Farago of Furore uh, is, is what it is. But anyway, we'll see if this gets put to bed over the weekend or not. Thing is, though, this is a people make up their mind or not. And I think people made up their mind. Um, and it sounded like the Supreme Court made up their mind during the or oral arguments. Most all questions yesterday were for, you know, you and what Colorado? Colorado is not going to affect a national election by taking someone off the uh, the ballot. And uh, even the, one of the most liberal of the justices, uh, Ketanji uh, Brown-Jackson, pointing out that the 14th Amendment doesn't even say president or vice president. It says other American officers. And so anyway, an interesting historical argument. But it sounds like everybody's a hard no, a hard pass on on Colorado taking uh, Trump off the, uh, the ballot. Uh, we'll play you some super smart people that are so smart, they're lawyers who wear Speedos that have golden wings on them um, and uh, more. Back in a second, a end of the week, checking the texting 800-4658-770. Have a, have a take, make it be hot, and make us not talk about the superb owl. Maybe we will. AM 770 KTTH. like it's a little slow i think it's spot on on bpm um is that beats per minute here is uh, i think this is real here here we go this is from the actual six years ago today sunday night the 9th of february 1964 the ed sullivan show ladies and gentlemen the Oh, that's right. I cut it off. Okay, <laughs> I didn't care. That's a solid introduction. Yeah, there you go. I know. The the, the correct pause. Because everybody knows who's... It was a zoo uh, in CBS that night. Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles. And uh, there was a movie... I think the movie is called Hold Your Hand. The movie is about Beatlemania and, and all that. Pretty, yeah, pretty okay movie. Anyway, but don't, don't go out of your way. Just uh, if, if you're already a subscriber, watch Masters of the Air. I'll take it apart. Uh, later on. Uh, by, by the way, way here's a little uh, historical anecdote, which I know you always appreciate. I always thought Beatlemania. Is it folksy? It, well, and the phenomenon of like a fan frenzy. I always thought that was unique to the Beatles. But later I learned about Listomania, which was a fan frenzy over Franz Liszt in the 19th century, which was akin, if not even more overboard than a fan love of the Beatles. Uh, girls would like faint during his performances while he would play the piano. Yeah, Did you know? I want to say my favorite Franz list is going to be your favorite song. Yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not like Biden. I'm, I'm not I'm not going <laughs> to um, tell an anecdote about this one. So me and Lister in Vienna. Right. We turn not and, a joke. and like get get another round, Franz. And he gets up and he says, you'll never guess who's over there. And I said, who? And he goes, Pope Boniface the ninth. And he, he in his royal yacht. And he offered uh, offered for me to be his royal yacht chef. Uh, 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 the most famous piece of music is Hungarian Rhapsody number two. 
Wow. Right. I'll take your word for well, here's it. A, it's a great piece of music. We'll play it. Does it give you that thrill up your leg? That's it, what it I does. It's a great really? song. Um, but he he was a young guy as they as as young guys tend to be, and he was a good looking guy, and that that was. I mean, if you were on a stage with a piano or a violin, and the pants were tight, the lady swooned, and you were denounced by ministers uh, and stuff like that. Hi, Mark Barton. Andy Hook promise here. That's disgusting. But what the hell is that? Oh, come on. Phoenix, one of my favorite bands, has a song called Listomania about this topic. Uh, no. You're... I'm imagining that. You know it. This is, this is a great way to avoid reading text. And you're, you know, you're already getting excited because, hey, there's... Friends list and the whole thing, and you get to the meat of it. I'll, I'll be right back. I'm going to concessions. I'm going to go get some croissants for us. Great song. You've heard this before, right? <laughs> and Franz Liszt getting off of 707 um, <laughs> and the whole thing, wondering how the Iron Bird flew from Vienna. Right, great song. When he played at Candlestick Park, I'll never forget. <laughs> that was his final uh, concert. All right, well, we've uh, successfully wasted uh, probably a whole bunch of texts that people wish we had read, such as uh, this one. Uh, did I just bail out of it? Yeah, I think I did. Um, uh, always voted for school obies, uh, just Bob in the 509, so not my problem. Always voted for school obies in the past, but no more. Not paying extra to fund indoctrination and perverted so-called science. Olympia and Seattle area districts lead the pack in failing to meet their responsibilities. I can confirm that, but in my district, we're heavily uh, assisted by uh, a regional uh, tribal facility that they're very generous with uh, their funds. So luckily, there's a giant burden that's off the district. Still, though, <clears throat> still no driver's ad. That still freaks me out. Mm -hmm. But uh, still, <laughs> there's a requirement. So you do have to go to private driver's ad. But there's no no longer that beater school owned car with the brake on the right side and the least least likely uh, teacher. You know what I but so you got to go to driver school and then take the test and the whole thing. And I would say you know, let <clears throat> let me teach the kid. I'm way better than a driver's ed teacher, and I know all the laws. Wow! And let the kid challenge the test at 16. They don't. I don't want them to have to show a little. Oh, I went to Bob's driving school. And all that, like, let them just take the test. I didn't find it that tricky. Uh, Not even the parallel parking? No, I, I mean the written test. Oh, the actual the, on, written on test, the, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. The, what the, should you do at a red light? The, the, it, wasn't, it wasn't like the stupid California DMV one where it actually is tricking you out. Like, seeing, it, the test is whether you read the booklet really hard, not whether you know the, the law. So, anyway. From the 206, Brian Boeing selling airliners, some assembly required, bolts sold separately. Dope. Uh, again, the <laughs> fire the guy that leaves the, the, the factory with uh, four in his pocket. 
562 says, Huntington Beach, California, just had a 30-foot whale wash up on the beach. Do you think they should follow the example of Oregon? DOT, yeah. Blow it up. But remember, uh, blow it on the leeward side so it blows out to the ocean. But don't don't put the dynamite under the uh, the whale, as we know, here in the Northwest. From the 310, concerning President Biden, I am a conservative and, of course, not a fan of him. That being said, I feel really bad for the guy. He's obviously losing his memory and mixing up facts and individuals. We all have a loved one or family friend that uh, has or is going through the same exact thing. I give him only 30 days before he's removed under the 25th Amendment, Brian. <clears throat> um, yeah, that that is the nuclear option. You know, and I mean that that might be what last night was. I mean that that, that might go down as uh, fire me as the the of him blinking to the camera. I remove me or tw two five two five blink two twice five. if you need help. Yeah, you going you going blink 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 blink. Keep but, it together, keep it together, keep it yeah. together. Yeah, I'm gonna rewatch that video. He might have been blinking twenty five. Uh, da -da -da, four two five. You've been called out, Greg. Greg, what evidence do you have that any Democrat could besides Biden could actually trounce Trump? Well, there's no evidence because there hasn't been an election yet, so I'll say that. I think Newsom's numbers would fare better against Trump than Biden's numbers currently are. I'll yeah. say that. Yeah, absolutely. And the thing is, though, there's people that have been saying that for a year. The last guy who's going to say that, and he's been the loudest, but behind closed doors uh, on that one because he is so into that. And he says, I'll personally deliver the news to Kamala that she's not it. Uh, well, Kamala will be giving the POTUS half speech as POTUS. Um, I don't get it. Uh, yeah, 425, I, love you guys. But I got to push back on Tucker's interview not being a splash with Putin. Over 100 million views on Twitter would say otherwise. Well, you know how they calculate those numbers, right? If I'm browsing Twitter and I stop on the video for even three seconds, yeah. it counts it as a view. I guarantee. So people aren't watching the whole two hours, two and a half <clears throat> hours of this thing. Yeah, you want, you want uh, an example of why? Uh, I mean, the line forms here to be really, really interested in Russian history and Ukrainian history. History, but when in Soviet propaganda, yeah, when when uh, when he got to the 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 history of Ukraine, even I bailed out. Without getting into the details of it or your version of what happened, if as a sign of your decency, you would be willing to release him to us. And oh, that's right. I re I boiled it all down to him begging to be the guy that releases the Wall Street Journal reporter uh, Evan Gar Garcevich. Um, I cut off the part where within five minutes, the first question is, hey, what's the deal with invading Ukraine? And he goes on a half hour uh, uninterrupted, no notes. I'm not saying Putin's stupid, but I'm not, you know, humping his leg. I'm, I'm just saying that that was in the essay Putin wrote in 2021, uh, the essay entitled, Why I'm Going to Invade Ukraine Next Year. <laughs> I mean, practically was. And Tucker so, uh, kept on trying to get the dictator Putin to say that he wanted peace in Ukraine, but Putin would never do it. But he did say on a number of occasions, oh, we just want the U.S. to stop funding them and the war will be over tomorrow. Yeah, because then you'll run over Kiev. And so why don't you just call Biden and say, let's work this out? Translate, translate, translate. What's there to work out? It's very simple. I repeat, we have contacts through various agencies. I will tell you what we are saying on this matter and what we are conveying to the US leadership. Get to it. If you really want to stop fighting, you need to stop supplying weapons. 
It will be over within a few weeks. That's it. And then we can agree on some terms. Before you do that, stop. I'm not buying for a second that Tucker Carlson went through the application process for the CIA, but he asked a question uh, based on that, on that premise. And, uh, With the backing of CIA, of course. The organization you wanted to join back in the day, as I understand. We should think... Back in the day, my homie. What is up, my homie? That that suit and tie combo slaps, Broheim. So uh, anyway, uh, well, that was a really good end of the week checking the texting. I got to say, we really made some progress there on, uh, on that one. Pretty solid. Uh, we'll be back in just a second. We'll do a run on some local headlines and update you on... on uh, what, what what evidence that uh, POTUS really old is uh, is new today? And wrap things up for the week. We'll uh, see you in a second here on AM770 KTTH. Opulence. I has it. Just in case people missed it, uh, Biden might be really old. Um, and don't give the infants the melatonin. Uh, certainly not uh, at the daycare. So. Yeah, so Matt and Hannah, according to DCFY, uh, Child Protective Services is now involved in this case. They are investigating. Medical experts, health professionals across the country have been telling parents for a while now, do not use melatonin to put your kids to sleep. So how did someone charged with taking care of infants think that was a good idea? Yeah, you'd think in that industry they would get a heads up uh, on that deal. And maybe not uh, do that. So there was a daycare in Ravenna up the street here who uh, was giving your, inf your infant, you know, not your hyperactive 12-year-old who probably has, uh, what, what, what's the one for hyperactivity? Is that Adderall? ADHD. Yeah, but what's the... Yeah, I think it's Adderall. The one that the kids all pass around in college? Mm -hmm. Well, okay, so oblig obligatory, uh, should we... I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to pimp any cliche football music, but I would play The Autumn Wind is a Raider. Isn't that the best one? So good. <laughs> um, I like the... That's a toe tapper. Da, 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 da. So the 49 errors are still one and a half point uh, favorites. That's surprising to me, actually. So close. And by the way, I got to say, that's that's... Um, that's got a target on it. I, I would I would be willing to put money on that one. Final score predictions. I'm going 27-24 Niners with the victory and covering the spread. And I, I would say final score predictions. Yeah. That's a that's a chumps game. He'd be forgetting things. Really? Yeah. Okay. So who do you got? Uh, but I, I would say I, I just hope for a close game. And I, I'm gonna say as usual, 27-24. <laughs> 
because uh, the Niners' defense is banged up and they're overrated. Okay. With I mean, with their they do have a Bosa and the whole thing. And what's really rare about this uh, superb owl is that there's no significant injuries. You know, everyone's up and running, but they haven't played in two weeks. So uh, I'm going to say this: first quarter, two guys are out for the game. Really? Yeah, there's going to be because they're okay. We're going to find out why you shouldn't have a Super Bowl in Vegas. Okay, you're going to find that out in the first half hour of the Super Bowl. That a, a bunch of guys not ready to play the football at the highest level are going to be banging into each other at at, uh, at full speed, and and they forgot, you know, how to how to get ready for a real game. He be forgetting things. Yeah, and that's uh, Patrick Mahomes right there. And as far as the commercials to look forward to, there's already None. been some teasers released. How crazy a world do we live in where there are Teaser trailers for Super Bowl commercials. Now, I've seen Arnold Schwarzenegger in one. Jason Momoa, Tom Brady is going to Steve uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin is going to be in one. For what, what is Tom Brady in? in that? What was the for one? Tra- uh, trading turds, I think. Was that, was that just a year ago? It might have been. With um, Matt Damon and Larry David and the world's funniest commercial and all that, the crypto one. Um, we'll We'll see. Chris Kardashian is going to be in a commercial for Oreo. The Governor is in one for State Farm. Ken Jeong for Popeye's Chicken. He's funny. I don't know. Wayne Gretzky, Vince Vaughn will be in one for Bet MGM. Man, have you seen those commercials for betting on sports online? I they know. get the biggest names. You know why? Because people are They're losing all doing it. millions of dollars. Pete Rozelle is rolling in his grave and uh, the whole thing. But I would say I don't think it's going to be more than a five-point game. And I won't be surprised if it's decided by field goal and the close. Chiefs win. All right. On that one. Well, uh, so um, this 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 was the part that was edited out from MSNBC and CNN. They're not showing, the, showing you this part. And granted, if you don't know that the president of Mexico is Antonio Manuel Labrador uh, Labrador Obrador, I'm sorry, Lopez Obrador, or AMLO, as he lets everybody call him AMLO. And he's, say, he's saying, don't even try to remember my name. If you don't remember it, it's uh, Lopez Obrador, and that the president of Egypt is Mohammed uh, al-Sisi, former field marshal who took over in a fair election, and that he has a border with Gaza, right? Um, so you, you don't get where... Biden, and they didn't even show this on MSNBC this morning or CNN. They they avoided showing it. But this is what happened when uh, a question was asked as Biden was walking away with a I'm not going to be prosecuted moment. Could have won the night. Would have been the headline today. He stopped and turned around and he had to tell you that he thinks that Israel's wrong. They shouldn't be winning. And that that CC is the president of Mexico and that Mexico has some border with Gaza or something. So he's daintily walking away, gets a question. Walk back to the mic, his mic of death. I'm of the view, as you know, that the conduct of the response in Gaza, in the Gaza Strip, has been um, over the top. Yeah, that's what winning looks like. I think that uh, 
as you know, initially, the president of Mexico, Sisi, did not want to open up the gate to allow humanitarian material to get so in. So they edited that out this morning from all NBC networks, including CNBC plus uh, CNN. They edited that part out. So anyway, it's bad. It's that bad. Uh, so tell you what, sorry, my mea culpa, we didn't do a 13th uh, break yesterday, but today with this uh, new information, we'll, we'll walk you through this on the ability of the vice president to take just take stuff home and then hide behind the fact that he's senile. That's effectively what hap what's happening. Uh, and we'll see you back here Monday. I really don't have a dog in the fight. Um, you know, I'd like to see an NFC West team win. But it should be the Lions. Let's hope for a they, good game, Lions good commercials, and good food. I know. Yeah, just a good game. Just give me a good game. And I know I'm going to have really good pork belly tacos tonight. So sucks to be everybody else who's not me or my daughter. Uh, all right, see you Monday. Um, drive safe, uh, drink water, wear a reflective PT belt, and we'll see you on the radio at 6 a.m. on Monday. AM 770 KTTH. Okay, everybody, that's it for today. Thanks. Um, we'll see you Monday. We're talking about Freud, why he did enough cocaine to kill a small horse. Thank you. Goodbye.